Rocket Pro Insight makes it easy for real estate agents to help clients strengthen their offers with a verified approval, giving you the power to adjust the approval letter amount. Sign up today at rocketpro.com slash real estate. Hey sis, I have an incredible boss ass woman with me today. Her name is Shantae Lundy. She's the creator and founder of Black Girl Sunscreen. And when I tell you she's a game changer, she's a game changer. She's a woman that's always been making boss moves at a young age. You will be inspired. Her courage, her strength, and her endurance is one story that needs to be told. Black Girl Sunscreen, wait till you hear the story. Hey sis, I have this incredible woman that I personally met at a Project Beauty Expo conference. Her name is Shantae Lundy, and I could not wait to meet you and get to know you so much better. She's the founder of Black Girl Sunscreen, and she is a woman, I'm telling you, she just captivates you. Shantae, welcome to Girl so. We Got This, baby. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm really excited. I'm really excited, uh, A, because we met at, a, at an event, yes. right? And uh, events are for networking and connecting and hopefully uh, feeling the same type of yeah. vibes. And um, of course we exchange info right. and even if it's on social media, we still kept in contact. Yeah. Which and, is key. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of times when we're in networking situations like this, it's like, hey, what's up? You can vibe with somebody, but when you're a founder and you're a creator, you know, or other people call themselves entrepreneurs, life is busy and it's hectic. But besides that, truth be told, yeah, tell me. Some people just don't follow up and they Facts. don't care to follow up. Facts. Um, so it's like, don't get my information or don't say you're gonna call or let's meet for drinks yeah. or lunch or whatever it is. Ooh, and I just got you don't when you said that. That's so true. And you don't have that intention. Yeah. So um, you know, seeing your posts, um, you know, I, I I love to like people that I follow. It doesn't even matter what the post is. I'm yeah. just gonna like it. Yeah. Because it shows support. hundred percent. You know. And I saw that you were had the podcast i'm yeah. like oh i think we should have we have some things to definitely discuss i guess i mean i'm just so. thankful that you reached out to me because um, i was like hell yeah shante because you know sometimes when i meet incredible women i know their lives are busy so i'm like should i wait to see should i wait that's why on instagram i always say if you know any incredible woman or if you guys want to be on the podcast please let me know yeah I'm all about creating opportunities yeah. for myself yes. and for others. Agreed. So uh, if you have a trajectory, then you, you got to create that. 100%. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I've met her. I want to talk to her. So let's see if she really bought that life. Mm -hmm. You could have been like, oh, fill out this questionnaire. I'll get back to you. I've seen it before. I've had it done before. But they all be, Girl, they'll be in my stories. And I'm like, well, why are you following me then if I'm not, yeah. you know, if my story isn't compelling enough or interesting enough to be on the. On but the who has time for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, y'all just get to be lucky right now because you get to meet her how I get to meet her. So this is like a super raw. personal thing. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, there were so many things at the conference where I was like, this girl is it. You know, when you were speaking and you're answering the way the, the women of the conference were really compelled by what you were doing with your business, you know? But before I get into your business, I want to know about Shantae. Okay. Shantae's dope. She's fine. Oh, she's athletic <laughs> and she's a boss. Okay, <laughs> ladies. So we got to get to Shantae. Where are you from, first off? Okay, so the story is I always started off 
as I am originally from upstate New York. Okay. And if you know the state of New York, you know that it's more than just Manhattan and the five bureaus, right? Yeah. So I am about an hour and a half outside of the city north okay. from a town called Walden. I don't know. Why. Yeah. So most people might know Poughkeepsie or Newburgh. Okay. Uh, I heard of Poughkeepsie. Newburgh has its own airport. So when I go home, I can fly into Newburgh. Perfect. Um, and Walden is like seven miles outside of Newburgh. It's a small town where you like need to know the street names. Yeah. I'm from a small get, town too. To not get lost. Yeah. But shout out to the small um, town girls. Um, Because it leads us here. Yeah. Right? Because there's bigger aspirations. You're just like, I, I can't stay here after high school. I have to graduate and I have to do something. The hell out. Yeah. And that's really what the mentality was. So um, after high school. I Hold on. There. I want to pause on that. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I think that's so special what you just said. Uh-huh. As a small town girl, now all you small town women out there listening, it's so true. My mentality in that small town was like, I got to do something so I can get out of here. So I was already creating this mindset to win mm -hmm. and to get out. So I had to boss up to get out of my small town. I don't know about you, but even to go to college, I played. I got a basketball scholarship mm -hmm. to go play basketball. My family couldn't afford to pay. I have five brothers and sisters. They couldn't afford for us all to go. So my mindset was created then in that small town mm -hmm. in order for me to be seen and to get out of the city and to become all the dreams and aspirations that I've always dreamt of. I had to do something about it. Yeah. What you just said was so significant to me. And that's no shade to anyone that has stayed back yeah, in, no, in the no hometown no because um, they've created a family. Yes. They might be teachers yeah. or you know, educators yeah. or whatever it is. My sister, she's she's still home and, and, and she and she's happy. Yeah. And, you know, they could get their home for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars and be chilling and, and yes. living like, you yes. know, kings and queens. But, that's how you know, <laughs> Girl, you're speaking to me right now. Um, but I went to college, yeah. um, which was only about three hours north of where I live. So I could easily just drive drive home on the weekends, worked f all four years of college wow. on the weekends. And, but I thought it was balling because, you know, when you make $500 on a weekend as a college student, like you are balling. Yeah. I was making 300 on my mom, my Pell Grant. Yeah. I was balling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was happy after college. I uh, migrated down to Miami for my graduate work. Ah, yeah. And New York um, to Miami, New York to Miami at the age of 21 years old. Mm. Girl. That's a big decision. So I love to big up any young person that are making adult decisions. Yes. I literally packed up my car and drove from New York to Florida on MapQuest directions. <laughs> I remember MapQuest. Did you go by yourself? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I sure did. I'm so proud yeah. of you. My grandmother had a condo in Miami. Yeah. Um, and she told me I could stay there until class started. And then I had a homegirl that went to... Um, undergrad with me and she moved down uh, a month later wow. so then we ended up getting apartment together look at you um but but the the point of that is you know just making decisions to to guide your life and that was probably the second or third major decision that i made to say hey i'm making moves why did you choose miami and where did you go um i went to saint thomas um which is a private catholic school um do i wish I chose differently a little bit just because when it comes to higher education, networking is key. Mm -hmm. And yes. I honestly only have like one or two relationships from that experience, but the relationship I had, she's not my accountant. Oh wow. So, so at least that, that came from it. I chose Miami cause Miami's bomb. 
um you know at the time you know 2000 or so 2004 it was popping south beach was popping it was exotic <laughs> it was just a really good time yeah. and coming from a really cold state you're like wait it's december i could wear flip-flops all the time and everyone else is jealous just because you're just living your life you're on the beach florida is also a very affordable state yeah um it so is. you can do you know two two roommates for $900, yep. you know, rent. So after um, graduate school, which was 2006, I'm kind of aging myself here, but it's all good. Look fine, you're like, it don't matter. Thank you. Um, I started working in retail yeah. and that in my mind wasn't adequate enough because here I am with a grad with a BS and then an MBA mm -hmm. and I'm working retail, no shade to retail, but it just wasn't for me. Now, now see, I, th I think a lot of college women have that problem mm -hmm. you know we graduate and then we're like what do we do i remember i graduated i started working at a law firm i hated law and i was working in miami after college i moved to miami mm -hmm. i was working in broward county i'll never forget and they were all <laughs> calling me talking spanish real fast and i was like i can't keep up yeah. i couldn't keep up and i was like this isn't what i went to school for yeah so what was that feeling when you graduate and you're like i gotta go to retail like, how did you feel? Were you, did you feel defeated? No, it was like survival mode because uh -huh. um, I was living as a big girl that made big girl decisions. So I had my own rent. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a financial support system for right. anyone. Right. So I had to get a job to pay for my rent, right. my car note, yep. you know, food. So it was more of survival mode, literally. Right. Um, so then when it was time to, I guess, transition to corporate America, if you will, I did that and that was at only $30,000 a year and that's still not like much money. No. Um, so, so I was in Miami for 12 years and I actually wow. call Miami my home. Really? Yeah, more than New York because I feel like that was my adulthood. Maybe that's why I dig you because you know what? Miami's a special place. Yeah. Miami is my favorite city hands down in America. Mm -hmm. I just get too distracted when I go there now so I don't go as much, but mm -hmm. Miami is my favorite city. It's special. Yeah. I love that you call it home because here you really became this founder and creator because I want you to tell the people you were out in the sun often because of Miami. Because of Miami. Yes. Right. But then, so I transitioned out of corporate America. Yes. Which, what, what were you doing for corporate America? Uh, I worked in the rental car space. Yeah. Which is very competitive and people sleep on it. Like, oh, you work at a, at whatever, whatever rental car. And truth be told, um, they might hire, uh, you know, C-State University right. kids. Right. But you're the, supposed to be the best of the best. Right. You, you need to sell the best. Yes. If you're if you if you're regional, you, you need to be the best. So it teaches you a lot of business eth ethics. And that's where some of my a lot of my structure has come from. Mm -hmm. And I'm not afraid to admit that I'm actually proud of it. Yes. I know that the work ethic has always been instilled yes. in me. But like that job made me work long hours. So yeah. I don't have a problem getting up at six and working until nine because I knew I had to be that next branch down the street from me. So I took a lot from that when I That's transitioned dope. out. And when you transition out of something that you've done for a long time, it's kind of like, what do you do? You go to school for 16 years. Mm -hmm. You work at a job for 12. It's like, whew, I don't even know how to live. Like, what do Awkward. I do with my time? Yeah. Yeah. So I moved to Los Angeles. Wow. Yep. So you up. were just done. Yep. I don't want to do corporate anymore. Yep. I'm packing my car. Did nope. you drive? I put my stuff in a pod. 
did you really <laughs> yeah i i packed my um i lived in a loft at a time at the time and i packed my stuff in a pod um i don't know like 100 yeah. pods or whatever and i drove a two-door infinity at the time yeah and my dog my bulldog and i we drove cross country to los angeles look at you another big decision another big decision yeah. by yourself no place to live doing it by yourself in los angeles i found my place when i moved out here downtown miami you know, I did the downtown same thing. uh los angeles huh i did the same thing yeah i just did it two years ago yeah this is kind of wild the synchronicities right now that are in my head yeah so you moved from miami so before we get to la mm -hmm. did you find your product that you create guys wait till we get to talking about black girl sunscreen because it's something that's so profound when you talked to me when you talked about it at the conference yeah i was like so fucking genius no i i didn't i didn't i didn't launch the product at that point in my life because i wasn't ready i didn't have the idea it was more of like you know i have my mba i wanted to pursue my phd and that really that wasn't on the rise that right. it was just kind of like you're working right so coming to los angeles was just trying to figure some some things out like i get here i'll find a job eh, yeah whatever I love that though. Very, very spirit. spe free spirited, yeah. if you will. And I had some money saved, but you know, LA will get you fucked up because Real you'll, quick. You'll, you'll, you'll be walking down the street at 11, see people chilling and you're like, what do <laughs> yeah. you do? Why are, why are people not at work? <laughs> yeah. How, how is this possible? I feel like nobody works here too. Yeah. Even still today. Yeah. Sundays I'm like, what you mean y'all are going here right now? <laughs> you don't work? Yeah, yeah. So yes. So I had to figure that out very, very quickly because that's the reality of it. Depending on what area you live in. Yes. Um. So when I got here, I found a job three months later. But the three months that I didn't work was probably one of the best three months of my life because wow. I just took a break. There was no school. There was no work. It was just me meditating and and doing yoga. Wow. And just a appreciating the time that i have here on the on the planet literally so you were literally getting your mind right yep, yep. you literally regrounded yourself into la now when you came out to la did you have savings like how did you do that how did you plan your move because i feel like a lot of young people even a lot of grown women they want to make the big move a big mm -hmm. move to the next major city so how did you do that how did you make that move so at my job um you know, as I climbed the ladder, my salary started to increase mm -hmm. and I made six figures at a, at, as a 20 year old. That's awesome. So with that type of money, I mean, I, you can either save it or spend it. Yeah. And, I, and I saved it. Yeah. And that's how I was able to move to, right. to California. Saving. Saving is everything. Let me mm -hmm. tell you, because you're not going to be you're not going to be struggling right away. I but think I that's the most biggest of it thing. Here. Yeah. Oh, LA is an expensive city. I'm gonna spend every single dime here. Period. Most of it here. So, like, even the move, you know, a pod is probably about you know three thousand, yeah. four thousand. But I didn't want to let go of my my furniture because I was like, well, I don't want to buy everything again. It's yeah. gonna cost the same thing. And I'm I actually have vintage pieces, so I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not selling it. I'm just gonna like, bring it everywhere. Country. I ship yeah. my stuff over. So uh, when I got to LA, I found a job after three months, um, and really, really disliked it. And you said, um, "Stay here." Unfortunately, and um, and then my apartment, the rent kept increasing. Wow. Where what part of the city were you living in? Downtown LA, okay. and I lived in a loft that was very spacious, and I knew I had just a sweet pad, and 
my landlord was just like, well, if you're not going to sign a lease, then we're going to increase it by whatever percent. And I was just like, my rent by the time I left was like $3,000. And that's a big nut. Yeah, it really, really is. So then I had to relocate to Chinatown, which is a different experience. And I just didn't like it. I also didn't like where I was working here. So I asked for a transfer and I went back to Miami. Did it all, I did it all over again. Come on, how you do that? So, wow. Put so my shit back in a LA pod. And you potted your shit back to Miami. Mm-hmm. And found a dope spot in, in downtown <laughs> Miami in Brickle. Right? Worked for the same company yeah. because they moved me laterally, which was a good position. Yeah. And I just lived in Miami. And then I launched Black Girl Sunscreen. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I started the concept here, right? Because I was, so what I was doing during the three months was yoga, hiking, the Baldwin stairs, and I was in the sun a lot. And I, I mean, I got dark. I'm dark now, but like my skin definitely changed. And and that was okay. I love being a a black woman. Um, But I have biracial friends. I have white friends that say, Shantae, you should put on sunscreen. And I'm like, no, like, look how you look. And I'm not putting it on your back because my hands are going to be sticky. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. That's so common. So, yeah, it's common. That's so common. So um, I was like, okay, well, let me jump on Google, see if there's a sunscreen for women of color, you know, sunscreen for dark skin, sunscreen for brown skin, sunscreen for ethnic skin. And I came up with nothing. This is why I was here in LA. And I woke up one morning and I said, I'm going to do this in my bathroom as I'm getting ready for like work. Right. So you were in your bathroom. Yep. What you were doing, brushing your hair, brushing your teeth? Doing something, wrapping, taking my wrap down probably. And then in your head, you said, I'm going to create a sunscreen Mm -hmm. for a woman with melanin. Uh, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to make black girl sunscreen. Mm. I already knew the name period. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's where your journey started. Yep. So it did start here. And I think that being in this environment, it does allow creative juices to to flow. You know, a lot of people come here with big dreams to Mm -hmm. be an actress, a dancer, movie star, whatever it is. Um, And I think that's how it happened. You know, what's so cool. You're right. When you come to bigger cities, it allows something in your mind to, you can dream and you can aspire to have that house on the hill. Mm -hmm. Or you can aspire to have that Lamborghini that just drove by mad loud, super fast, really scary. Mm -hmm. You see things that you've never seen before in front of your eyes, so you know that it's possible. Being here in LA, it's brought my, it's opened my eyes to not think small. It's hard, though, because not yes. everything is what it seems. Yes, it is very hard, and it's a journey. I think people think that it happens overnight. No, it doesn't. There's a lot of wealth here. Yes. You know, from generational wealth. wealth is, yes, I was just going to say, there's different types of wealth. To industry wealth, yes. right? Because you come here, you do you do well. I mean, there's just money all over the this, this city. It's, it's a different type of money. It's hard. Yeah. Because in my neighborhood, I mean, you see a Range Rover, you see a Tesla. Shh, what the hell? <laughs> These ain't no everyday cars. These shits cost, you know, eighty, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. What? Like, and they're yes. just normal. Yeah, it's natural. But that used to that drives me. I used to say, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get that car, mm-hmm. and I would work towards that. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I really like that. Yeah. This so is... so after so after um I had not the epiphany but the idea yes, of coming up with black girl sunscreen, I said, How do I make this possible? Mm-hmm. How do we make it come to light? So I just started making the calls um to manufacturers to see if we can make a formula that I wanted to rub into um our skin with, with no white residue, no chalk. Right. 
um, and to make a woman feel good and look good while being protected in the sun. Can I, can I, I want to, because there's some people that aren't black and mm-hmm. might not have black friends, so they might not understand what the sunscreen actually d- does. Yeah. An, a regular sunscreen. So it leaves like a white, chalky looking film mm-hmm. on your skin. Yeah. So uh, to be honest, like a couple years ago, brands are catching on, right? right? Brands are catching on that, you know, black people are in the market now to wear SPF, which is sunscreen, just another word for us, yeah. sunscreen, okay? So, so they've created their formulas to rub and clear too. Mm. period right but when we launched that was our number one concern that why that was why black women and, mm. and my market is black women because i'm a black woman and and i am my customer i know how to speak to black women mm-hmm. maybe not all but i feel like a lot so anyway we made the formula catered to our complexion and that was the number one reason why women of color were not wearing sunscreen because it didn't rub into their skin wow. they couldn't wear it underneath their makeup and because some girls go to the beach looking fly. Yeah. A lot of girls do. They Especially do. if you live in Miami. Exactly. It's yeah. not It's not to get into the water. No. You're looking fly. <laughs> you're taking pictures all day. What you exactly. Mean? Exactly. Yeah. So so that was the, the goal and, and the mission right. um, of, of the of the first skew, if you will. So it was more of, okay, what are the ingredients that, that cause this? What ingredients moisturize your skin? Mm-hmm. So it came down to the inactives. There's two types of sunscreens. There's mineral and there's a synthetic. A mineral will always leave the white cast, it's, okay. it's just a zinc. Um, and I think that the more we become educated, then the more we'll know like, okay, let me leave that alone and let me jump over to, to this one. Right. Um, so finding a manufacturer is actually a little difficult um, because you first you have to find out like what location you want your manufacturer. Um, I, going into this industry, it's male dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they hear the name Shantae, it's like, what does Shantae know about sunscreen? This uh, industry has is over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. You want to make something for black girls? Oh, and the name is Black Girl Sunscreen. Are you are you making this product for seven years, seven year olds? And I'm like, no, the word girl is a is a term of endearment. I can call you girl because we're in the same age bracket, but I wouldn't call, you know, my mom's friend girl because that's her friend. So there were a lot of things that I had to explain. Also eliminating some of the quote unquote toxic product uh, ingredients that were really progressive for its time. So two years ago, oxybenzone, which is a big word, um, we're still in sunscreen, yes. sunscreens. Now it's banned, right? And we have placement in Target, and Target is saying like, if if you have oxybenzone in your sunscreen, you have to you have to reformulize your product. Wow! And we're literally one of of all their sunscreens that are oxybenzone free. That's incredible. So hell yeah! So we were really me. we were really progressive yeah. two years ago, and I said no, we're not making any formula that has oxybenzone in it because yeah. we know that this is bad for the environment and for the skin. And there were manufacturers that were resistant, like no, you don't know what you're talking about. Really, it's been in sunscreen for years. Oh, absolutely. You had to fight the manufacturers for them to understand. Well, I just didn't do business with yeah. them because th- they were stuck on wow. what they wanted to do. They wanted to give me a product that they already hmm. had, so then it becomes it was white. Easy. label yeah. or private labeling mm-hmm. no we're gonna make we're gonna make our own formula so this isn't a formula that's on the market this is shantae's formula so so they're that, looking at you like who is this woman yeah or who on the phone. is this black woman named shantae calling me about black girl sunscreen yeah how many 
Do you remember how many manufacturers you went through until you got a yes? Like eight. Okay. And the funny story is one of the manufacturers circled back to me like a few months ago and was like, oh, hey, we see you're in stores. Wanted to know if you want to talk about making formula. I'm like, wait, hold on for a second. And I jumped in my Google Drive because I didn't have the blackgirlsunscreen.com yeah. then. And I said, oh, are you so-and-so? Because we talked back in 2016 and you didn't really want to work with us. I promise you. Oh, call him out, son. You have to. You have call to. Call him out. So he was like, no, I, I don't really remember that, but it, it's all good now. So it was about eight, and um, I was looking for, I was looking for a manufacturer in a, a particular region mm -hmm. because I wanted to be the, the filler, which is the manufacturer, and my warehouse to be drivable and for right. me to check in. And, right. and then I also consider how close they are to water, right? So if you want to import or export they're, they're, they're close right. to the port and right. it's not in the middle of the country. Yeah. But everybody has a different strategy. Right. So that was my strategy. So you found it in Miami. Yep. Found it in Miami. Okay. So then, um, I'm still working full time. Yeah. They know I have this project. Right. And, um, we get our first batch and that was probably the most emotional feeling I've had in years. I cried it was like because, baby. because I, I literally went to, the manufacturer's warehouse and picked it up in like a truck in a Tahoe myself mm -hmm. by myself. He, he helped me load, load the truck. Um, but I lived on the 24th floor wow. in Miami and I had to, um, pile the sunscreen on a bell cart like 20 times to get all the sunscreen mm. up to my unit. I did it by myself. That's a motherfucking boss right yeah. there. And I cried on the way. I was just so excited to yeah. get the tubes to, to make all yeah. this stuff happen because, you know, first just going through an LLC and I think oh, people that's... take these things for granted. Like it's a big deal mm -hmm. to file the paperwork and if, for somebody else not to have your name yes. to get it. And then the fact that, you know, a formula that I created was then FDA approved, tested for stability, for SPF, for water resistance, um, for me to have the capital to make this happen and then to have a strategy on how to, to sell it. Right. Now doing all of this while working a full-time job. Correct. I think that's a key because once you're a founder and you're a creator, you're not just focused on one thing because you still have to make capital. Mm -hmm. Did you have an investor on your first run? No. Okay. So she's working a full-time job yeah. and lugging cases and cases to the 24th floor of the potion that you created that created Black Girl Sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Now, I think that's something that's so remarkable because people don't understand the hustle. How are you doing that? How are you managing your life? Did you have a life? Were you dating? Were you having? Were you hanging out? Were you having fun? I didn't want to. I, the only thing I wanted to do was focus on Black Girl Sunscreen mm. because that's what I see as not necessarily my ticket, but but that's my the, the trajectory that I'm on right. to make things happen for me and my future family. How did you know that? How did you know? Did you know the minute Black Girl Sunscreen came in your head that this is it? I still have doubts. Really? Yeah. I, I, so I'm pretty nerdy. I wear really thick glasses and, you know, my hair looks crazy sometimes. But, <laughs> you know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm just this little girl that's trying to figure things out on a daily basis. Yes. Um, so do I have doubt? all the time but then i pick myself up and i'm like i can i can do this and i think your doubt comes with humility you're very humble i try to be yes yeah yes i try to be because from an out from an outsider looking in and hearing your voice and knowing your story i don't even have a damn doubt in you you know because I, I you see people doing the damn thing yeah you see people doing doing real big things on big billboards yeah winning awards and you know person of the year and I'm not there 
and that's why I'm just kind of like, chill out, Shantae. Like, you yeah, can do a it's lot a more. You're coming. So that's why I just kind of like, we have a discussion, and I don't really think anything is a big deal. You know why? Because I'm working hard for it, and yeah. it's no surprise because it's my efforts. Now, if I wasn't doing the work and I'm getting publications and mentions and features, I'd be like, oh, shit, for real? Yeah. You see me? Yeah. But no, I'm working hard. Right. So, like, yeah, we, we want to be you know, recognized for those things. Wow. Um, so okay. then, so then after that Miami launch, I said, okay, we've made a footprint in Miami. So Miami, the market is very Latin, mm -hmm. which is great. It's mm -hmm. also very Caribbean because it's right there. Um, Love it. yeah, but, but it's not a huge network of female entrepreneurship. So, so I feel like I know most of the female entrepreneurs in South Florida. Wow. Absolutely. You can count them on your fingers? Mm, both. Yeah. 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 Wow. There's not many that are black. Yes. But in terms of like Latin and, and other cultures. Yeah. Absolutely. So I said, okay, let me jump back to Los Angeles. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. Okay. So you launched in Miami. The yep. launch went incredible. Yeah. Can we get to how, how did you launch it? Uh, social media. Okay. So we're considered a social media brand, which I'm not mad at. It's a free platform. Take advantage of what if, you have. And if you don't, you're a fool. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of it right now. So we, we consider ourselves a social media brand, and we just went hard on social media, went viral, and we we, we shipped out of, you know, the house. Yes. I, I shipped out of the house, and that was it. So when I came over to Los Angeles, um, actually before I came over to Los Angeles, I had a, I had a major retailer reach out to me and that's when we started to have those conversations and that's when I had to start to get ready to kind of do things on a, on a bigger level, on a higher level. That's amazing. Now what's, who was the major retailer? Could you, uh, yeah, it was Target. Okay, bomb. Um, and so that's when you were like, Damn. Mm -hmm. it's, it's I, was, I was on a business trip um, doing a panel or something yeah. in Chicago and they, they called and they said, hey, we're from Target and we found you on Google. I said, oh shit. <laughs> it's <laughs> working, right? Because if, if you yeah. have, and I think people take this for granted, like when bloggers, if a blogger's like, hey, can I get one free hat? Right, dress yeah. hat. Can I get one free hat and I'll write a, a blog about you? You should say yes because all the time it's gonna go on Google and yes, people, people find, find it. it. Yeah, so so that's what happened. We just had so many articles written. So if wow. you search like sunscreen for black girl, sunscreen for brown girl, black girl sunscreen, we're coming up, we're coming up, and that's how they found us. That's exciting. So you know when they call, you're kind of like, am I ready for this? What does this take? Oh, and it's a whole new world. To the point where you could become ill. Really? I, I was ill all last 2019. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot wow, of work. Shante. Okay. It's a lot We're of gonna work. get back to this illness so because I, I think over that's to, a big thing. Yeah, so I jump over to, to Los Angeles and I move to the valley this time. Okay. Right? No downtown. I'm in the valley. My uh my home is structured to uh, to the point where I have a home office. Okay. And it could accommodate, you know up to four employees, okay? Perfect. Because really that's the plan. And we're just getting ready for the Target launch, but you can't announce anything until they announce it. Yep. That's yep. fine. Yep. Um, but we had to get, you know, our, our warehouse um, prepared. We had to get our filler prepared. We had to get our um, overseas yep. um, supplier um, prepared. We had to get all these things just in the pipeline. So when we went full on launch, it was ready. And when we launched, I mean, it was a big deal. We sold out Target like three times over the summer. Shut up. I'm so damn proud of you. Yeah, because it was wow. just a buzz that we created. Yes. And, and people, um, you know, the black dollar really, really is powerful. 
And if the community Say is that one more time. The black dollar is very, 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 powerful. very powerful. And and if they believe, then they believe. You mean think of the movies that wow. have done well, right? Yeah. Like Black Panther. Like we, people wanted to support Black Panther because of the cast, because of what it meant. Mm -hmm. But they were seeing it three and four times. Yes, not just once. Yeah, three and four times, <laughs> right? Like, oh, you're about to get my twelve dollars. My nephew was wearing that Panther costume every day, <laughs> literally every day. You know, and there's even movies today that I'm like, okay, I'm going to go support that because of the cast, mm -hmm. because I want to, I stand behind them. And I know that we get support because of what we stand right. for and who's behind the brand. But at the same time, we have a pretty badass product that does what it said it's supposed to do. And you are saving so, skin. You're saving the skin of these women. Yeah. Well, some women will think that they don't need their skin saved, right? But that's also a new conversation. Yeah. Like price, the the price of eggs have gone up, mm -hmm. right? So things are just naturally changing. Right. The, the ozone layer, how right. we take care of ourselves. So that's a battle within ourselves. But we've done well because of who we're talking to, the way we're talking to, how it's resonating, our presence, our aesthetics. Um, I was going to ask you that. I was going to yeah. ask you, what do you think was the biggest thing that you did marketing wise that was like a huge hit with your community so our our packaging is shelf ready okay um so it, it doesn't look like somebody just made it yeah like in the closet yep. like it's you know it, it's screen printed we have like five layers of different um kind of artwork on it mm. um it just looks really legit literally it looks shelf ready yeah so it's beautiful and then it also looks kind of luxury but at, a, at a, an affordable price right. so and then it's in a black tube mm. not because we're black but because um it means like strength and, and power and then yeah. we have gold to kind of signify luxury yes. so that was all the research that that we've done as a yeah. team to make that that packaging um um the way it is and for it to stand out on the shelf yes because sunscreened products are usually like white and orange or like white and blue or yep. blue and yellow That's right so we wanted to do something different um with with black girl sunscreen. i love that and then the messaging is mm, we are the culture so there is no one and people will say we can we can argue that chante right i had somebody said well we can argue that but you can't we are the culture right so we are speaking to you yeah. as of right now today you know if you go on our socials our twitters our youtube you know we're in the present moment yeah. you know we had a passing of you know a basketball legend yes we spoke about that there were a lot of brands that sh that shied away didn't mention it and it's like well hold on time out here right this was a major deal but maybe it was a major deal in our culture mm -hmm. right and that's what i mean by we are the culture right we're not talking about pop culture and gossip right but we're talking about things that impact our everyday our everyday lives and it's so real because what you just said brand to consumer they become part of the family mm -hmm. i feel like now when you're making a brand you're making a community you're creating a band of sisters of women that feel like they're a part of you yeah. in a sense with your brand. And yep. I think that's key for any success now if you're creating a product. Yep. You need to create a community that's going to literally feel like they know black girl sunscreen like this is their best friend. Yeah. And, that, and that's how they feel like we don't leave home without yeah. it. So what we're really trying to, to shift now is the mindset of wearing it every day mm -hmm. and not just traveling to the beach right. or taking a hike. It's more of, you know, incorporate it into your skin regimen put it on even if it is cloudy outside right. just just a little bit you know um can i ask you a question yeah why do black people think they don't need blacks uh need sunscreen 
because of our melanin. Yes. Um, and that's how we were raised. Like, right. Well, you better put this cocoa oil, cocoa, cocoa, coconut oil on and, yep. and go outside looking like a glazed donut. <laughs> um, my mother put coconut oil on me all the time. Wow. Um, but that's just their education right. too. Right. Right. That that they didn't grow up with, right. with sunscreen. Sunscreen was for white people. Mm -hmm. Straight like period. It is what it is. Yeah. Right. And I have a lot of white allies. Like I have really good white yes. friends. Like. It's it's nothing, but we just didn't come up with it. Yeah. Um, sunscreen wasn't even a, a word. So that's why we weren't wearing it. And to this day, people of color still believe that they don't need sunscreen. And that's okay. Which is so insane to me. But I also feel like it's a key to your success, too, because you get to educate your people on the importance of sunscreen. Yeah, it sparks a really healthy debate. Yeah. Um, as long as people aren't getting too defensive. We had a um we had a really nice um shout out from Black Wall Street the other day mm. because we did make an, a major announcement. Um Black Girl Sunscreen is the first indie brand to have permanent placement um with Target, a major retailer. Yes, yes, Yay! yes. Uh that's a huge accomplishment for us and just wow. even other brands that are aspiring um, because we're not on an end cap and an end cap is just, um, you know, a shelf that you find in the beginning of the aisles. We're literally in the sun care aisle. So we're playing, we're going toe to toe with the larger conservative brands that you find in every Walgreens, you know, CVS, Walmart, whatever. And we're literally the only indie brand on the shelf and that's because of the community that we cultivated yes. and the support that these women have shown black girl sunscreen and we've sold out because a customer will go and see four and they buy all four mm. because they're going to give to the cousin to yeah. the sister and they want to support us Word. so marketing is the best marketing it, it is so we don't take any of it for granted you know our first line of defense has been like skin estheticians right mm -hmm. because you go there you get a facial and they give you a paper of hey you should be moisturizing your skin you should be toning your skin right. and don't forget your spf right. and we have black girl sunscreen so there's just I so many that. different ways that it has come for us and i just feel like we're holding hands so i'm always so grateful and so thankful that we're just all together on this and and women want to see us win hell yeah <laughs> hell um, yeah but, the, but there are women that don't want to see other people win and, and that's that ain't hard. problem that's their problem it's, that it's they not deal with. but it's still a real thing yeah so that's how we that's how we landed that that permanent um placement because women were like we we want to see you succeed that's amazing I'm so damn yeah. excited for you. Yeah. And it's just the beginning. Yep. So, you know, ladies, I want you to know that this didn't happen overnight. This was Shantae going from L.A. to Miami, back <laughs> to L.A. <laughs> Four years. Yeah. A lot of back and forth, a growing team, mm -hmm. new house. Yep. You know, and it's a lot of hustle. Um, What's a day to day? What's a day like in the life of Shantae? I might not brush my teeth until mid till midday. <laughs> and you're like you know, well you got white teeth but i mean i take care of my teeth <laughs> your, but your teeth is real white thank you um but at the same time <laughs> it's just like it's just not the priority it, it's kind of like i have an english bulldog so i always take care of her first because yep. i feel like it's What's almost like a human her name is knox because i was i was born on an army base oh cool so she's named after fort knox kentucky okay cool so i walk knox every every morning and that's where i kind of get my fresh air and get my thoughts together mm -hmm. feed her she eats eggs every morning and then i go up to my office um i might sage uh, or i'll light a candle and I just get my thoughts together again. And first employee comes at about 
10 a.m. So if I'm up at, you know, 7.30, I have a couple hours to, to knock out some emails and to get ever get whatever I want to get together for her to come in and, and then then we chat. But I might look crazy, it just depends. Um, I usually wear my hair up in a, in a head tie. Yeah. And I'll just have on my black girl sunscreen sweatshirt and some comfy, you know, tights. Yeah. And I'm in my office. Wow. And that's my day to day. Every day and everything, in my opinion, is a sacrifice. Even, you know, not this because this is work. And, yes. and I love you. Right. But like I was asked to go to dinner on Friday and I'm like, mm, probably not. You got to make you have to make sacrifice. Mm, probably not. You know, it's something that I battle with. You know, I battle with having a life and having a business. Because I love my life, I love my people, I love my friends, I love meeting new people, but I struggle with that, saying no to things necessarily that might not be beneficiary for me, mm -hmm. but for wanting to have a life on top of my work. I feel like a lot of us that are founders and creators struggle with that. I do too. However, with this life, it has afforded me to do a lot more in terms of traveling and, yes. and seeing and exploring and understanding new perspectives than I could ever have working a corporate job. Hell yeah. Because, so for example, uh, my next trip is to South Africa. <gasps> in, Cape Town? Uh, Joburg, then okay. Cape Town. But this is actually my second time going. Yeah, I love that. Place. This is my second time. So the first leg is um, Joburg, but I have, I'm speaking at the U.S. Embassy there. Oh, yes. Um, they have an um, initiative called All. It's a, the initiative is actually um, global, so they just have um, you know a chapter in Joburg, and okay. I'll be speaking to their community just about entrepreneurship or whatever. Wow! So and then this is huge. I love how you just say this lightly. You know because I, this is huge. I know because I get it. And yeah. business, you're just like next step. It's like the next check off the list. Yeah. To you, it's nothing. But to us listening, I'm we're excited like, for it. Yo, you're going to Joburg to speak at the U.S. Embassy? Yeah. What? Girl? Yeah. I'm excited for it. It's just it's just part of the life. Yeah, right? I know. It's the next check. It's the <laughs> yeah. next step. I know. I yeah. feel that. And then wow. we're trying to get Black Girl Sunscreen into uh, South African oh, yeah. retailers. So oh, yeah. we have to meet with the local representative. Uh, representative there to then have the meetings with the buyers because yeah. the buyers trust the local reps over a brand right here right, right? and just logistics and all that so that's Cape the sounds a beautiful place to go so who cares right right so that's the first leg of um of Joburg and then in Cape Town we have uh, a couple radio interviews yeah. as well as meetings so that's that's five days and then I'm gonna fly back to Joburg uh, meet my friend and then we're going to Tanzania that is so dope. so the way I do it is I always do business on the front and then a little bit of play on the back. You know what? I dig that. I feel that. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to do what feeds your soul and what's good for you and your business. Mm -hmm. But you're still going to leave for play. Mm -hmm. Leave time for play. I think that's beautiful. I need to take that advice. Period. And I'm going to take I that advice. I see you everywhere. Girl. But, but this is my thing. I be having fun. I, don't, I can't focus when I'm out with my friends and having fun. That's my problem. I want to have fun. I want to be in the moment. I want to be out. When I was home for two weeks... I was so bad. So when I got back to LA, I had like pounds of work, of course. you know, and I, you, you know, when you feel overwhelmed, that sickness that you got probably in 2019, that's how I felt like, and I'm still catching up to this day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still catching up. So finding that time and making that space, but make, I think setting your priorities, having that hiatus will, will knock you off your game. hundred percent. Um, but like even this morning I was at the dermatologist and I was doing work at the dermatologist waiting for her to call me because sometimes every little minute 
counts count. and i feel like uh my 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 time is yeah is crucial yeah and time is money baby time <laughs> is money in business it's so true yeah it and is you can't play i mean miss tanzania we making money over here so like at the end of the day you have to take advantage of every minute of every day you know i, I will say another thing too um being who i am yeah right i've been a black woman all my life mm -hmm. so i think we have to work a little bit harder um to get where we're trying to get yeah this is no excuses it's just the reality yes. of life and in this world yes so the reason why i'm working at the dermatologist or i'm working on a long flight or i'm just getting it in wherever i can is because if i don't work the hardest i possibly can mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen for right. me right and it still may not happen even though i'm working hard as shit you ever see something and you're like how in the hell this person get on this girl all the time like, their, their their revenue is like fifty thousand yeah. dollars you're like how but okay i'm not a hater i'm i'm happy for you right but that goes to show that there's a inequality there there is still inequality to this so, day and as much as we are on the rise trend as women it's trending yes. it's always a damn trend yeah we still aren't equal mm -hmm. there's still not equality yeah so i i i applaud you thank you for that i thank you for acknowledging that and being open and sharing that because you know i think it's something that people don't like to talk about you know but it is you are a black woman yeah you know what it is i'm mixed so i act i don't know what it is you know what i mean my skin complexion is fair my father's black my mother's white it's different for me mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think that's really dope that you embrace what make but you know what it makes you you and you're taking this and you're saying i gotta work harder yeah and i'm gonna you know i can't wait till there's equality and i hope that we get to see that during our no i, I don't you don't think our, so in our time you don't think so mm -mm. i pray if gender wise and even you know race wise yeah. it, it won't happen some people just kind of get picked it's it's really yeah. an interesting thing but and that's okay we're going to continue to go off yeah. of our efforts and our merits and see where it takes us and work that's it and i for me i don't i don't that word no mm -mm. we don't do it no i don't never do it no there's always either. a workaround yeah isn't there yeah i don't take no and that's the mentality that i've always had yeah what do you mean black girl sunscreen what do you mean a sunscreen what what is all this you know I love an investor that. says no okay so then we move on to the next yeah then we move on to the next then we move on to the next and we just keep going and i always say that no means that you do not belong with that next whatever opportun that no next yeah. opportunity yeah i mean yeah next next opportunity thank you next ariana grande thank you next <laughs> in all, all parts of life <laughs> literally and i truly believe that yeah before we go i want to talk about your sickness okay and you in your what you endured there because i feel like as a woman, as a hard-ass working woman as you are, you we deal with lows. You know, we talk about all these highs, right? As a founder and creator, I know you deal with lows. With your sickness that you dealt with in 2019, was it a low? Um. Okay. So there's there was more than one sickness. Mm -hmm. So I I do suffer from anxiety. Okay. Um, which many people do, yeah, and they. I do people downplay anxiety i think people downplay depression yeah as well like yeah. oh is that really a thing it is and and it is and if you have it enough it could you know cause you to, to freeze up when you're speaking it could give you um tense muscles it could just 
knock you off your game. So I've had that for a really long time mm. and I deal with it on a daily basis. Some things trigger it and I, I get over it. Um, you know, things that trigger my anxiety could be, um, you know, having a conversation that with someone that our energies don't align. Right. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't need to talk to you. Uh. Right. And, and being in this space where you're creating your own path or you're an entrepreneur, one of the cool things about it is that you get to choose who you work with within reason. If you're working with a company, for example, and that employee works for that company, yeah. but that employee only does what they're supposed to do, right. never goes hard or has a bad attitude, you can't really do anything right. about that. But that's some of the things that would give me anxiety totally. because shit, now this person's name got to come in my inbox. I don't feel like dealing with them. I need to create a layer between me and whoever this is. Right. right? And, and, and we're getting to that point where you just don't talk to Shantae. There's a president, let's just say a black girl sunscreen, right? Those are some of the things I'm working on. So those are, that's like one of the things that could trigger the anxiety, mm -hmm. like knowing that I have to talk to this person or I have a big presentation. Like I just did a pitch competition in front of 200 people in Atlanta. We came out with some earnings, which was great, Congrats. but I thank you. I had anxiety yeah. the whole time. Um, I, can I ask you a question before yeah. you continue? How did you, did you seek help? To deal with anxiety or yeah. did you okay yeah i went to because i want people to know that listening to this because i dealt with anxiety i had to go see acupuncture and a therapist i still see therapists weekly yeah um how did you so some doctors are different you know some doctors will automatically pres prescribe the medication and then some doctors will say i think you just need to do healthy things yeah whether it be hiking whether it be meditation whether it be yoga but there are medications that can just curb that really quick mm -hmm. um so i did a combination of both. I love that. But I, I definitely that. had to go to a doctor because I didn't know what I was feeling. Right. I didn't know why I woke up and I just felt weird and yes. worried yes. and like, oh my gosh, what's about to happen? Yes. But now I know exactly what it is and I'm just yes. like, okay, I got this yes. and let me just keep it moving. Right. So that was one thing that I, I wouldn't say struggled, but I'm just overcoming because I understand what it is. Um, so the next thing that I got was vertigo. Mm. Now I didn't get diagnosed with vertigo, but we know it's vertigo. And I went to Miami for a business trip and, um, I was uh, staying with a friend and I literally fell on the ground. She had to take me to the hospital because I was throwing up. I was throwing up. Um, I couldn't, uh, roll over on one side. I wear, really thick glasses well my prescription is really high it's like yeah. a, it's negative five i didn't have on any glasses she took me to the hospital i was a mess and i was there for like i don't know like eight hours and going to the hospital is the worst yeah and the doctor let me go home because he's like i know you're faking to walk but i'm gonna let you go home um so I, i'm on medication for that wow. if uh if an attack comes wow. now here's the thing about the vertigo is that certain things can trigger it Right. It could be stress. Yeah. It could be a conversation of this person that I don't really like. And right. they're about to call. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And this literally happened. I got off a phone call with somebody and I stood up and started spinning and fell to the ground. Wow. And I had to call for help because my medication was on the next floor. So I couldn't get to it in time. But now I'm I'm able to catch it. And mm. um, I went to Miami again, got it right. When I got off the plane, was in a rental car and I just had to pull to the side and like lay down. Wow. So that was the, the sickness wow. um, that just came out of nowhere um, in the middle of 2019. Wow. So what am I doing to curb that now is nothing. 
because I'm still going as hard. And I know it sounds crazy, um, but it could be something as like getting up out of the bed a little bit more carefully. Right. right. So I'm not like moving as fast. I don't want to say you, you're not doing anything about it. You're aware. I think a lot yeah. of us go through life, especially when we're, we're creatives and we're founders. We keep going. We take some medicine. We go, we literally diagnose ourselves on Google and take whatever recommended. Yeah. Honestly, I've done that plenty of times. You know what I mean? So you are aware and you've t treated yourself. People also think that vertical is kind of fake too. Like, oh, you have what? Like, get your ass to work. Like I've had employees when I was in corporate America tell me they have vertigo and I'm just like, what is that? Wow. Until I experienced myself, it can hospitalize you for a wow. couple of days. It just depends on how serious the attack is. Listen, I had vertigo one morning, then I had a photo shoot in the afternoon. I got up and went into my, my photo shoot. And and my, my, my assistant came and just helped me up whenever I needed to be propped up and got my photos done because that was the only day I could do the shoot. I was traveling the next right. two days, and it was what it was. Wow. So my mentality is, no, no, you're not coming to take this from me. Right. I see you. I see you trying to take my health. I see you trying to take these certain things, but I'm stronger, and I recognize mm -hmm. that. That's a whole word. Black girl sunscreen <laughs> ain't stopping no time damn soon. Baby. Absolutely. I feel like we can converse for, you know, another hour. Yeah. So. Well, that just means you have to come back and talk some more with me. I appreciate That's that. All. That's all. Nice. Before I get off with every woman I ask sure. them one question. Okay. In two or three sentences, what would you tell your 21 year old self? You're probably uh, in Miami. I was in Miami. What um, would you tell that girl? To continue growing, mm. to com continue flourishing, and honestly, I would say think differently in your relationships. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should talk about you, next time. You know, on. think a little bit differently in your relationships because who I am today is very different than who I was at 21. Yes. And if somebody tells you some shit, you should believe them. <laughs> that is... <laughs> if that's not a word yeah. that you guys don't get out of this entire interview today... Say that one more time, Shante, for the people. If somebody tells you some shit, you should believe them. Believe them. Believe them. Period. Because guess what? Black girls on screen, we ain't got time for nothing else. <laughs> Period. Shante, you're a blessing. Thank you. Thank you for changing lives of women. <laughs> Thank you for protecting women. Thank yeah. you for speaking yeah. for women. Thank you for speaking specifically for black women. And you know what? I don't even talk about those things, like the notes that we get in terms yeah. of like, thank you for making this product. Thank you for saving my skin. I don't even talk about those things. Yeah. It's just like, it's heart melting. Yes. It really is. But you I are, you're changing lives. You know, when I think of founders and creators, your brains are everywhere else, but you're creating a product that's changing lives of people and saving lives you know right now right what's big is the tech industry yeah and if you're not in tech it's just like eh, whatever yeah. you're you just have this product so it's it's tough you know i have my own kind of not demons but my own challenges right. that i'm we like overcoming do. so when we talk about saving lives and affecting lives and changing mindsets i'm like okay you're doing right. it thank you you're doing it thank you ladies shante lundy blackgirlsunscreen.com get her in target i mean it will literally yeah. when is it in target it's in target now so I like i said huge deal you know for a seasonal product especially indie brand to be on the shelves 24 7 in what month are we in february so that means that you can pick us up in winter in in your in in, in your local target That's um it. i'm so freaking proud of you dude you know everybody really is and it took a lot of hard work i'm excited to have the team that i have um we we really go hard on all of our socials you know we're committed to excellence so we see every project through with excellence yeah. 
Um, so that's my tagline. Stay moisturized and protect your skin. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> hey, girl, we got all of this. Yeah. Black girl sunscreen. We got you. Shantae, thank you for sharing your story. You're going to come back. I already know because I feel like we still have another hour to go. Yeah. I, I mean, I think this should be like a to be continued. Yeah, I do too. TV, yeah. TV I think, TV. I think you know, a lot of people know our stories. Yeah. But they want to know like little small things. Yeah. Not necessarily where you get your nails done, but even how do you carve out that time or yeah. how do you deal with this girl that's kind of like low key giving you shade? Uh, or, you know, do you feel like there's, you know, a competitiveness amongst your yeah. peers, even though you're not in the same industry? So I think there's still a lot there, you know, once you peel back the layers. Yes. Yeah. Um, or even like, what is it really like to work with this retailer? What are some of the challenges, you know, um, or how are you getting this money? Like, yeah, you got this car, you got this house, but like you got money in the bank. Yeah. How? You know? Yeah. So, you know what? We're going to, to be continued. Sure. This, and we're going to literally just rewind and really get into the end of what we're doing because you're right. There's so much in between of our lives that we actually need to talk about. And I'm sure the women want to know. So when are we setting up the date? Uh, I, I don't know. Whenever you're ready. You. you know, and I and I think phone calls, too, are so genuine because it's just like the raw and the gritty of it. If you're talking to a peer or another brand founder and you just, can you believe this shit? And da 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 And I got to do this. Yeah. You know, it's even stuff like that that is just like people want to know. And they need to know how to respond. Yes. So listen, ladies. We got this. We got you. We will be back with Shantae Lundy because there's so much more. And I just love that she likes to spill all the good shit for you because honestly, it's the truth and it's the rawness. And that's what we're here. That's what we're all about is honestly talking with the real people about real issues. You know what I mean? And real stories. And that's all I know how to do is be raw and, and be me and be be genuine and authentic and Shantae. Next time I'll come with my glasses on so you oh, can really get okay. real Shantae. Okay, so we doing this again. <laughs> Girl, we got this. Shantae Lundy. You'll be you'll see you'll be seeing her again. I can't wait. Thank, Thank you, you for baby. having me. Thank you so much. This is amazing. At Jewelers Mutual, we're a little obsessed with jewelry. Obsessed like auctioneers with talking fast. Fifty, we're gonna fit Pop stars with auto tune. And dentists with asking questions so, how did he propose? after they've put their hands in your mouth. Great. Yes, we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years. We love it so much, we named our kids Ruby, Amber, and Opal. Venti soy latte for Opal? At Jewelers Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry trust us with theirs.